Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to focus on the major astrological energies of February 2024. This is a month where all planets are direct. We have a brand new lunar new year beginning. It's also a leap year month. And as I was digging into the energies of this leap year, I'm going to do a separate episode for you on what I've been receiving on the downloads I've been getting around what the leap year energies represent, as well as what they bring into the collective energy field. So that will be a separate podcast episode, but I was getting quite excited about the information and I'm excited to share that with you too. So onwards we go here looking at February. In February, there are four areas of your chart requiring your transformation, your development, your focus, and your growth. Four areas of your chart specifically. And this is an interesting theme here for a month to have four parts of your chart that are going to be heavily focused upon. So we're going to go through those four areas in this show. And I invite you to grab your natal astrology chart to follow along and look at where these four areas are showing up for you in February, meaning identifying them by house placement, which represents the areas of life, the environments and the themes where these energies are going to show up for you. So let me begin by diving into the first area of your chart that's going to be very prominent throughout February, and that is zero degrees of Aquarius. Now, you're aware that Pluto has entered Aquarius again. Pluto will be in Aquarius traveling to two degrees of Aquarius until May 2nd, and then will retrograde and actually re-enter Capricorn September 1st, and then return again to Aquarius November 20th. Now, the reason why it's important to understand how this energy is unfolding, because in February, all three personal planets, Mercury, Mars, and Venus, will enter Aquarius and make an exact conjunction to Pluto in Aquarius for the first time ever in our lives. Three personal planets all making a brand new conjunction to Pluto this month is a big deal. So you want to identify where you have zero degrees of Aquarius. You're probably already aware of that because what's going to happen is that Mercury will enter Aquarius and make an exact conjunction to Pluto at zero degrees February 5th. And Mercury is strong in Aquarius. Mercury is a more inventive thinker, looks at the bigger picture, understands more of the parts and the pieces and the systems and what's coming together. And so when this Mercury conjuncts Pluto, something drastically changes. And remember, this is the first time it's happening in your whole life. So there's some kind of change in perception in linear thinking, something opens up, something is also revealed because Pluto is going to pull us into something we didn't see before, a fear, a worry, a part of ourselves that has been disconnected from our power. And Pluto does this, as I said, three times this month, first with Mercury, then Mars, then Venus. 
and I'll touch on each of those. But basically, an area of our personal identities are evolving in February into a new consciousness, a new intention, a new level of mindfulness, even higher octave understanding, seeing something in a whole new way, in a whole new light, but the light is through the darkness. It's through seeing a fear in a new way, seeing where you have felt resistance or something has been stuck or stagnant, understanding perhaps what is truly going on at a deeper energetic sense. So Mercury makes that conjunction to Pluto, February 5th, and we are being invited into our own internal underworld to examine limited thinking, where we have been stuck in a perception, where we haven't seen a bigger picture. And I feel too like the Mercury energy is quite intense but also quite effective. Something is meant to move forward. It's like getting on a new train of thought. It's shifting something at a very deep core level because that's how Pluto requires us to work. Now, after Mercury makes this conjunction to Pluto and changes something deeply and permanently, then we have Mars conjunct Pluto February 13th at zero degrees Aquarius again. And this is a more volatile, explosive energy. This is Mars really having a powerful reaction. And this can be a time certainly on the planet when there is an increase in that aggressive Mars energy where there's something that goes into a deeper rage, a deeper fight. It does intensify that Pluto energy. And so this would be a time of heightened volatility When Mars and Pluto are conjunct, you want to be very careful of your own aggression, your own physical behavior. You want to be aware of anger, impatience, frustration, acting too quickly and not realizing the immediate effects because this can not only be violence, but it can be an injury, a physical injury. This can be something deconstructing and being challenged in a way that also creates a lot of resistance. So you can see that this is not some kind of free-flowing, loving energy. Rather, Mars conjunct Pluto at this brand new degree of zero Aquarius is showing you how the energies of Mars are serving you or not serving you. I feel too like this goes up into a quantum field explosion. It looks like this blast of energy that is streaming through, coming through from what is actually going on above us, outside of the Earth's immediate atmosphere, where there is a lot of energy, a lot happening off planet, a lot going on around humanity's evolution, and a lot happening with very advanced level technologies, experiments, assignments. So I'm seeing this energy is actually more off planet, and it's coming down onto our planet, where what we're feeling at this time when Mars is conjunct Pluto could actually be something coming onto our planet that is explosive, that does open up more of these highly disruptive energies. 
And so this means that Mars, Mars is the soldier. Mars the soldier is being made aware of what he needs to advance in himself. And so there could be something here at this time that you're feeling physically you're feeling the need to move. We're going to need to be very aware of our nervous systems, what's going on, what's pulsing through us as these new frequencies continue to come onto the planet. I'm seeing there can be difficult with rest, with sleep, even allowing both hemispheres of the brain to calm down because we're sensing so much happening above our heads and that there's a lot that's unfolding that we don't have all the information around. So we search for the information, we try to understand it, and it almost feels too big for human comprehension. So this is one of the themes here of February is that there's things happening outside of human understanding that is evolving us, that is supporting us in moving forward. Even as we figure out these pieces, these parts, what's involved, who's involved, all the layers of it. And it's quite complicated and complex, which is actually an energy that Aquarius specializes in. So Mars conjunct Pluto and Aquarius at zero degrees, February 13th, very explosive, very dynamic. Be safe, be safe out there and be aware too of what you're operating, whether that is machinery, a vehicle, um, anything with computers, the internet, social media, all of that can be ramped up as well. Then a few days later on February 16th, Venus will be conjunct Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius. So here you can see the first half of February has each of these personal planets moving across zero degrees of Pluto in your chart, in that house, bringing something to your attention that Pluto ultimately wants you to powerfully claim, to powerfully face. And it could feel like that fear. It could feel like something that's been operating deeply within you. And now here it is front and center. It could also be that this energy has three parts of a story to it, three components to it. In fact, you could easily connect this energy with the hero's journey, where Mercury is the initiant of the hero's journey. Mars goes into the depths of the battle, goes into what needs to be faced and looked at. And then Venus is the rising up through transformation. And Venus is the one who understands more of her self-worth and self-value and what she's capable of in the universe. So as Venus is conjunct Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius, there's something here that's changing within our personal, I feel it as a love frequency. I feel it as something shifting within you based on experiences you've had that bring you to new understandings around Venus themes, new understandings around connections, partnerships, friendships, new understandings around what matters to you in the world at large, as well as what to detach from and where to retain your independence and honor your sovereignty. Venus conjunct Pluto can bring up deep fears around our creativity, our lovability, our money and finances. Venus working with Pluto helps to excavate what has been sitting there in the depths of our consciousness that we haven't seen. And this could be a trigger. This could be something that shows up for you to 
remain inquisitive around, to be curious, to be detached and almost like, this is really fascinating that I'm like this, or this is so interesting that that's what I want, or that's how I've used money. It's sort of like this ability to step back from your immediate self and see the bigger picture as well as the bigger patterns. And that's also a strong theme here as each planet makes a conjunction to Pluto and Aquarius, Aquarius being a fixed sign, all the fixed signs have patterns, routines, stability, consistency. But Pluto is here to dismantle those, is here to essentially blow those up and deconstruct them if they're not powerful, if they're not effective. So I feel like there's also going to be a theme here in February around what is this pattern? What is my own pattern here? What have I been animating and activating with my energy? And I'm realizing this isn't where I'm going. This isn't my future self. And I think too that the strong Aquarius energy is helping us become in higher alignment with our future self. And that energy is also strong when Venus and Mars are conjunct February 20th to 24th between five to eight degrees of Aquarius. So I'm sticking with the Aquarius areas of your chart here, and you're looking at now five to eight degrees of Aquarius. So we're still within the first decan of Aquarius energies where everything is being stirred up. A lot is being dismantled, disrupted, and it can feel quite destabilizing. But we have Venus and Mars conjunct between five to eight degrees of Aquarius This is their first conjunction since the last time they were conjunct two years ago. And it's roughly two years-ish that Venus and Mars are conjunct based on their own individual cycles, based on the Venus retrograde as well. So they last were conjunct in the late degrees of Capricorn and into Aquarius, February and March 2022. So two years ago is the last time they began a new synodic cycle. A synodic cycle is when two planets are conjunct and they're starting a new energy experience together while also ending one. And so that's important to note is that when there's a conjunction, it is like a new moon where it's an ending and a beginning. Something is being seeded. Something is being reset for a new beginning to take place over this next cycle. So we have the Mars-Venus conjunction And this is going to show you in your chart, again, in the first decan of Aquarius, what you're radically shifting, how you're becoming more of your future self, how you're becoming more of who you are that you've never met before. This is new chapters. This is new beginnings. This this could even be resistance. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to go that way. I don't want to do that thing because it's not known. So this is looking at how you face something that you don't have all the information about yet. You don't know all the specifics. You don't know where it's going. This is electrifying energy. It's surprising. It's meant to bust you free so that you can be more of your authentic self. You can be tuned in to what you really want to experience in this lifetime. So with this conjunction, there could be something coming together for you. Since Venus and Mars are the yin and the yang, they're coming together here 
It can be internal masculine, internal feminine, and they're beginning something on a fresh page, a new chapter, a new sense of what is truly desired, especially for the long term. Aquarius being about your ideals, the visions, the bigger dream of what you want to experience in this lifetime. Aquarius also can connect us with our soul groups and our soul tribes. And so there could be more connections here around meeting people of similar frequency, of same interests, of like mind. This can be great for initiating new friendships or getting to know someone better. There is very much a social aspect here, and this could be where you're ready to strike out and make an intention to bring in better people who resonate with you now, perhaps assess where you've placed your energy outside of yourself and what that has brought about. There can also be something here where you feel like a new part of yourself is coming alive, and I think that's very much the case because of all this intense Aquarius energy. So to summarize here, the first area of your chart with a lot of action and energy in February is zero to eight degrees of Aquarius. Now let's take a look at the second Saturn sextiling Jupiter aspect that comes through in February. This happens February 5th to the 8th, where Saturn and Pisces sextiles Jupiter in Taurus at seven degrees. And I did do a separate podcast episode for you on this energy. That episode is called Acceptance, Alignment, Ascension. And that is truly the energy here that we are being supported in developing. Now, this is occurring at seven degrees in Pisces, seven degrees in Taurus. And those two parts of your chart, those two houses, So you look at where you have seven degrees of Pisces and then where you have seven degrees of Taurus. Those two houses are connecting right now through something that you're learning to let go of and trust. You're aware that maybe it's time. It's a real ending. There's a lot that could come up around it. And then there's also a part of you that is trusting and optimistic about what comes in next, what will fortify you and stabilize you even amidst the changes that are happening that can seem outside of your choice. So with this energy, we have something that could feel like peace, maybe an acceptance of what is or what was, maybe a part of your energy is calming down and really tuning into your spiritual gifts, your intuition, more of what you didn't notice before that is always connecting with your energy and always supporting you. So this is a very strengthening energy overall. And it's the second time we've had Saturn in Pisces and Jupiter in Taurus connect through a sextile at seven degrees. They both were at the seven degree point last June, June 2023. So this could be the second part of a story, the second part of an issue. This could show you where you've been trusting and relying upon divine timing. This is where you could have felt like you had to step back and just allow something to unfold, which is part of the Saturn and Pisces experience is that we just keep maneuvering through things even when we feel blinded or uncertain. So that seven degree point is significant in February because again, you're working with something that started and was coming about last June and now it's reaching that final connection, final pass. 
Keep in mind this energy is working with you more personally if you have planets or points at seven degrees of the water signs and seven degrees of the earth signs. This is where you're really getting something that is important or creative or or stable or perhaps all the above and more in your life and in your world. So seven degrees is an important degree point here in February. Now let's move on to Chiron making an exact conjunction to the true North Node at 16 degrees of Aries. This is an influence that carries out over a number of weeks. It begins strongly February 12th until February 26th. And this energy of Chiron conjunct the North Node is quite rare and quite special. And I feel it as an energetic shift in what you have healed and left behind, something that you have resolved. This could be relief. This could be acceptance. There could be something here that has been very painful, which is what Chiron brings up. Chiron brings up what we never truly heal throughout our life, but we learn to manage it. We learn the self-care and self-compassion. We learn to work with the vulnerabilities and the fears so that it doesn't hold us back. It doesn't slow us down. And Chiron and Aries could feel like you've been slowed down in the Aries areas of your life. So you want to identify where you have 16 degrees of Aries. 16 degrees of Aries, Chiron conjunct the North Node is showing you a new way to be softer and loving to yourself. This could feel like a deep acceptance of a certain chapter in your journey, a certain part of your energy that went through things that were painful, damaging, hurtful, uh, perhaps unresolved. And you learned how to be stronger. You learned through the Aries energy of independence, strength, self-empowerment, personal respect, and self-trust what you were moving through, what the lesson was, what the Chiron healing lesson was. Now, this energy is going to be especially strong for you if you have planet or point right at 16 degrees, 16 degrees of Aries or a fire sign, so Leo or Sagittarius, as well as 16 degrees of a cardinal sign, which is Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn. This is a bigger transition point for you because of how both Chiron and the North Node are working with you more personally. And this is some type of new beginning, a new opening. Now, this also depends on how you've been working with the Chiron energies, because if something has been ignored, if you have disassociated or pushed it away, if you haven't want to look at it, if you haven't had the courage to do so, then this could signal a crisis. This could signal the universe saying, you've got to look at this. You've got to take care of this. And knowing that that is the only way through. And with Chiron, the pain is the way through. That is the gift. And of course, we're all like, pain doesn't feel like a gift in the moment, but it's as you move through it, as you learn from it, as you soften to yourself, which is also a Chiron theme, how we soften 
into our humanness, how we soften into our vulnerabilities and our doubts and our bigger questions and insecurities. Then we also open up. I'm seeing it like a lotus flower blossoming. We open up to receive more, to receive more healing, to receive more support, to receive more love because of our ability to soften, to open up. And that softness is a strength. And so for the Aries energy, it's interesting because the Aries energy wants to go to war, wants to fight for it, wants to be more aggressive or to stand up or to do something. And here you have Chiron saying, actually, the way through is softening. It's not by picking up the sword. It's not by going into battle. It's actually allowing yourself to go into the pain and the hurt. And that's the bigger battle. That's the truer battle. That's where you really have courage. Courage in the vulnerability to be that vulnerable is huge, right? Especially if there's things that you prefer to handle on your own, which is also an Aries trademark. So the Aries energy is learning that it's okay to not be fierce all the time, to not be overly independent, to know where to go for support, for healing, to also know that it's highly relatable and you don't have to do it all on your own. So as Chiron makes a conjunction to this north node at 16 degrees of Aries, there could be a huge release point, a changing over of the energy that gives you some new paths forward. Uh, the next adventure, the next chapter, the new beginning. This can also be healing connections, like you bring in or call in someone who is good for your healing energy, who understands you, who gets it. And that can be very supportive. There could also be big healing themes coming up in the world and in our lives. Like if there's something you've been struggling with, if there's something that's been painful for you, even for decades, even for decades, this could be a turning point in your healing journey. Something new, Aries, can show up or move through you that sets you free from that version of the energy. So it's like looking at, let's say, a scar. A scar on your arm, and it's always been there, it's always been sensitive, but you've been aware of it, taking care of it, nurturing it, you know, going easy on it. And finally, you realize, wow, the scar is gone. The injury still happened. The tissue underneath might still be tender, and there could even be, you know, muscle memory and stuff there. But it looks different. You see it differently. You don't forget but you know it's there and you see it differently. So this can be a beautiful turning point in a healing theme or a healing journey that allows you to <clears throat> soften into more of the truth of who you are after having the ego dismantled. Chiron will humble you. Chiron will straight up humble you, especially when it's in a fire sign. And so here in Aries, it's humbling the self-identity so that you're reconnecting with the truth of your own essence, the truth of even more of what you want and who you really are that maybe you held back or covered up. And now you see it differently and you see the fullness of it. So quite beautiful energy here with Chiron conjunct the North Node. Again, I'm looking at the true North Node, which moves differently than the mean North Node. I have a video for you on YouTube describing that if you want to check it out and get more specifics. Then after Chiron and the North Node are conjunct, the North Node continues to move backwards through the degree points as Chiron journeys forward. It's interesting too how in that second half of February, Chiron is conjunct the North Node 
And then there's also a conjunction between Venus and Mars during the same span of time. So both of these conjunctions are speaking to each other. And you could feel something shifting for you in the Aries areas of your chart, the house placement, as well as those early Aquarius areas of your chart, as we discussed. Both conjunctions happening at the same time is important because Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars will be conjunct Venus in Aquarius. There's a total reset here. There's a big relational reset. There's something shifting perhaps in friendships, um, in partnerships, in connections, in even your passion in the world and what you want to do now, seeing what you're capable of. There's a highly independent spirit here, a lot of freedom, a lot of sovereignty, a lot of I'm going to do my own thing, so don't waste your breath trying to tell me where to go or what to do. There's something here that really supports trusting that you're being called to something bigger than yourself and that that's part of your growth in this lifetime. Something has your name on it and it's a knowingness, like it's a I just know it energy. So the clear cognizance here is quite strong, quite elevated, and it connects to the primal energies of the root chakra. There could be if I just got to go for it. I just got to go. I just got to do it. These are both masculine energies, Aries and Aquarius, and it's taking that thought and doing something with it that could be the healing or could be the turning point. There could be something here that you're feeling is a big vulnerability or a risk and you could have aversion to it and then the universe is giving you some clear directions and messages and pathways forward to begin something new to begin something new that's really for you the more I feel into this energy which is what I do by the way um, I usually have my eyes closed and I'm just looking at the visions and imagery that comes through I tend to see things like a projector that comes through my third eye. Um, I'll see things as well through what I consider the back of my head, um, where it's like the backside of the third eye. I know it sounds weird, but that's how I feel it. Um, That's how I hear things, see things, all that jazz. But what this looks like is such a powerful reset because you have these two conjunctions happening at the same time that is supporting a deeper knowingness about your healing path that relates to multiple lifetimes. Because I'm seeing this, it's like a web of energy, actually. I feel like the Venus and Mars is in the middle of this web. And then there's something about the independent individual spirit of Chiron conjunct North Node, which is like breaking out of anything that's prevented you from trusting yourself. And then that energy goes through this web and it almost looks like these entangled soul stories that are all being healed simultaneously because the immediacy and the present moment of Aries is working with the quantum field timelessness of Aquarius so it's like whatever you're healing is healing you across all lifetimes Okay, there it is. That's what I was eventually getting to. Whatever you're healing now is working with you across all these timelines, dimensions of time and soul experiences and shifting it. That's also why there could be that aversion and hesitation, uh, the sense of I don't know if I should, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I will, you know, kind of that contemplation of going back and forth. You know, it's all free will. 
right? It's all free will. You don't have to do anything. But there's something here where the universe is saying this actually sets you free from so many energies. And then I'm seeing all these webs, the webbed like brackets and strings and stuff like they all just start dissolving. They dissolve away. They fall away. It's like no longer being captive or held by that web of energy. So take it if it resonates. But that's what I'm feeling as I look at these energies on a deeper level and sense that we're doing such big work in the multiverse, such big work in the quantum field. And Aquarius season absolutely brings that up and almost brings it front and center so we can understand more of the dynamics of how energies are connected. Okay, so after that, then we are going to have another important conjunction, February 28th, Sun, Saturn, Mercury. Sun, Saturn, Mercury, all conjunct at nine degrees of Pisces. So identify where you have nine degrees of Pisces in your chart. The sun is conjunct Saturn once a year. The sun is conjunct Mercury a few times a year. And then Saturn and Mercury are only conjunct about once a year, depending if there's Mercury retrograde or not. So all three together means something is real. Something is made real. Something is taken seriously. This is about serious conversations. Uh, This is about implementing ideas. This is about putting a plan together. Something that has been a dream, a wish, something in your imagination becomes concrete and solid. This is also a time of hard decisions. It's a time of letting something go, ending a chapter, being complete, The seriousness here is really felt through Mercury, the mind, and the mind could be feeling a heaviness, depression. It could be feeling like it doesn't know what to do and stuck, especially with the Saturn conjunct Mercury. It can feel like a disappointment, discouragement. And yet here's the sun shining a light on a new possibility, a new option, something maybe you didn't see before because it's easy not to see things in Pisces, something you didn't consider before. There's some kind of reality check here around what is being created, where something's going. Um, There could be serious conversations at work about, you know, the year ahead or the next five-year plan. This is where you might be required. In fact, you'll probably be required to make some life choices or life decisions, especially if you have planets or points around nine degrees of Pisces. Now, keep in mind, these energies are receiving a sextile from Jupiter and Taurus still. Even though Jupiter and Saturn were exactly sextile earlier in the month, they're still in conversation as February closes out and even into March. So Jupiter sextiling Sun, Saturn, Mercury conjunct means that Jupiter is providing the support for resources, for a tangible next step, for practically evaluating the finances. Is this financially viable? Is this a good decision? What are the metrics here? Let's look at how this will happen, how this will come together. And then Jupiter tends to provide what is requested. Jupiter says, yes, this is the way to go, or this is what you should look into. This is where the resources or physical components will come from. So Jupiter is lending a supportive energy here to this conjunction that would be kind of tough on its own, because especially that Pisces energy, which is like, I just want to give up. Pisces on a low day with low energy is like, I'm just done. I just want to quit. I just want to get out the back door. 
This is too much work, especially with Saturn there. There's a lot of work and you don't see the payoff. You don't see the reward. And here we have Mercury that can feel like you're thinking all these different thoughts. Are any of them real? Are any of them practical? So the end of February, this is going to bring up some kind of perhaps choice point, a serious conversation, something that's been on your mind that you need to work through, discuss, make a decision around. And yet a part of you knows that you can trust it with that sextile from Jupiter. It even feels like a hard goodbye, a tough closing, something you've already been aware of, you already know. And then it's like, yeah, this is no longer the way forward. This is not the path. This is not the direction. This is not the choice. So that could be part of it too. And around these energy periods, give yourself space, give yourself time. You know, if you're processing, if you're grieving, if there's something going on and you just don't want to be around other people, that Pisces energy needs to be in its own space, its own environment, because part of what occurs is you can then hear your soul. You can hear your angels and your guides, and they could give you information, reassurance, understanding. They could also maybe even show you why something is happening or how it's unfolding or the next part of the adventure or the journey. So this is a quiet internal energy and it might be appropriate to plan for that at the end of February, just to give yourself downtime to not overcommit or have a lot of social things going on because maybe there's things here that you're just gonna wanna sit with and be with and that's how the energy moves through. It's being in it that flows the energy and allows you to move through it even faster. So that is an overview of the big energies of February 2024. So to quickly review, zero degrees of Aquarius is very active. Then we're going to have Venus conjunct Mars from five to eight degrees of Aquarius. So the Aquarius house or houses in your chart are where a lot of energy is going to be unfolding, being stirred up, and even providing you with breakthroughs. Then we have 16 degrees of Aries where Chiron is conjunct the North Node, and that is also showing you more of what you've been through, what you've healed, what is changing for you. You could feel like a new person. You could feel revived or renewal energy as Chiron is conjunct the North Node, 16 degrees of Aries. Then nine degrees of Pisces is where this more internal, personal, intuitive energy is occurring at the end of the month. Nine degrees of Pisces is where you're going to perhaps want more time to yourself to be receptive, to hear your guides, to hear your soul as you move through something that could even be significant in your life or in your decision making. And then we also have that Saturn sextile Jupiter at seven degrees. So seven degrees of Taurus is where energies are being built. Things are coming together. You could have something finally show up if it was delayed or postponed during the Jupiter retrograde. Now it might be real and solid and it's working with Saturn again at seven degrees of Pisces. So we have some very clear assignments here in February and I hope this has provided a helpful heads up on what to expect for this month. We also will be having the Aquarius new moon on February 9th 
I will have a separate video for you on YouTube discussing that. It's at 20 degrees, 41 minutes of Aquarius, and it's also the beginning of the Lunar New Year celebrating the dragon. Then we'll have the Virgo full moon at five degrees of Virgo on February 24th. And I will have a video for you on YouTube with that chart and going through those energetics as well. If you want to learn more about how Chiron is working with your North Node in Aries, do check out my Nodes of Fate course where I show you the significance of the North Node in Aries based on where you're going now, what's opening up for you, what is fated and destined, as well as what you're leaving behind, where you're realizing some things are out of balance, they're not working, they're not shared values, and there's things that need to be up-leveled in the Libra Libra areas of your chart. So do check out my course on the nodes of fate as this can give you more insights into what Chiron is going to be supporting you with here as it makes a conjunction to the north node. You can find all of my latest offerings and courses at mollymccord.online and be sure and check out my YouTube channel because in the playlist I have tons of free teaching videos for you that go through different layers of your chart that show you more ways to understand your energy and hopefully continue your astrological knowledge base. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back here every Monday and Wednesday, and I look forward to connecting with you soon as we continue to move through these energies of 2024 together.